Welcome, welcome. Hi, Dream. I'm so excited. For all my listeners, this is King Dream of the Creamy Dreamy Show. (laughs) I am so excited to have one of my goddess sisters on here, Sensei. Um, We're going to get started with today's series podcast. Yes. Third segment is going to be on energy Mm. and divine feminism. Um, I would start off saying, for those that are listening, new or uh, consistent, my name is The Phoenix Rises, King Dream, Dream Witch, all of those things. If you would like a session or want to experience some of my spiritual services, you can find me on Instagram, CJ the Phoenix God. My Phoenix is spelled P-H-E-O-N-I-X. Or Facebook, The Phoenix, uh, Phoenix Rises, Bego. I am the dreamy host and all the other platforms. You can also email me at thephoenixrises.com and we can experience something together. But I want to go ahead and get started with allowing my sis to introduce her fabulous self and then we will get into our topic of discussion. So Sensei, the floor is yours. Hey King Dreamy, I hope you're feeling well tonight. It's such an honor to be here on your platform. It's always an honor to share space with you. Um, For those of you who are just um, meeting me for the first time, my name is Sensei C. I am the founder of Fly Girls, the Fly Girls Sisterhood, um, which fly means first love yourself because we are a group of women that advocate for um, self-love, self-awareness and elevation. And so um, I have had the honor and privilege to share space with Dream on so many levels on different platforms. And I'm just very honored to be here with you, Dream. Thank you for having me. I love it. Thank you so much for honoring me, for flowing with me, for all of that. And so I'm excited. As yes. I spoke in the previous conversations, this is my series on Are You a Good Witch or a Bad Witch? And it isn't necessarily, it was just a cute thing that I created because people are always asking me all these questions. Mm-hmm. I am the person that people come to for questions and I'm like, you know what? Let me go ahead and talk to it. Yes. So it's the creamy dreamy, the king dream, where we get to the cream of things, where we just sit and vibe and talk out. Um, I'm actually, people, I will be in Florida tomorrow. Yes, dream. So, <laughs> Florida, you know, I like it? to do pop-ups. I wish I had Cardi B's song on here right now, but I like to Listen. do pop-ups, not in a bad way. But I do, like, I am on a traveling. My energy has been so good. There has been abundance. Yes. And so this is what we're going to talk about tonight. We have the wonderful goddess, Sensei C here. So what I want to start off about saying is, when did you start your journey or realization? Or just give us a little bit insight on your perception of what energy is. And this is coming from a divine feminine place. Of course, anybody that's listening, I resonate in both my divine feminine and masculine energy. But this space this month is all about understanding the power and the presence and the purpose of beautiful flowing energy in all aspects. So so give us a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. So um, for me, um, so energy, the, the separation of the, of the, divine feminine and the divine masculine. So for me, when I started my my spiritual journey, should I say, um, it was still very much rooted in uh, matriarchy, you know, um, being superior. Um, I was still in a place where, 
yeah, where I felt like, you know, I was still in a place uh, where gender roles were a part of my reality. And um, I just wasn't aware, so to speak, should I say, of, of the polarity of the of these energies, right? And so it wasn't so until... Are you, well, are you saying matriarchy or patriarchy? I'm sorry, patriarchy. Okay, yes. Thank you for correcting me. But yeah, so um, it wasn't until really I started the journey of, of self and knowledge of self and trying to figure out who I am as a person that I realized that, okay, we as individuals, we operate in both of these energies. You know, we think male and female as far as gender and we think, oh, okay, well, you're a man and so you're supposed to be like this and you're a woman and you're supposed to be like this. And, it, and when you really start to figure out who you are as an individual, you understand that in order to operate at, at your best self, you have to be able to uh, flow in both of those energies. So for me, it was having to uh, reflect on me as an individual and who I am as a person and who I want to be. And I was realizing that I was operating a lot in my uh, masculine energy. And I wasn't even realizing that that's what I was doing. And I was doing it out of, uh, let's say, like a defense mechanism because I didn't really have growing up solid male figures around males that I would consider to be um you know divine masculine so what I what I was subconsciously doing was uh I was making up for that lack of masculine energy and so it wasn't until I myself got into a relationship with a divine masculine man that I was able to really sit back and divide the two energies and realize where I sit, where I stand and how, how I'm supposed to flow in both. And I'm so glad that you said that for all of us that are listening, because a lot of us, both male, female, whatever, whatever your spiritual or mundane or whatever journey is i think that's the thing that we don't really realize when people meet somebody like me and they're like oh because the fact that you said you didn't realize the thing that pops in my mind in my spiritual journey of deeply understanding how to speak this into people's life is the feminine is the unknown mm. the knowledge the unconscious yes the masculine energy is the conscious and so masculine energy is supposed to be protected. It's supposed to be there. It's supposed to be. This is the thing about masculine energy that, that masculine energy doesn't really understand. That how people resonate on a, a regular basis because the society is built mm -hmm. in the patriarchal is that. Yep. So yep. For when you tap into your divine feminine, it is freeing. Yes. It is, it is all those deeper resonating things. And this is where we need people to get to mm -hmm. and understanding that femininity is so much more, so much deeper. You need both. It's two halves of a whole. Absolutely. For a lot of us, male, female, whatever we are, we're functioning only half. And so I'm glad that you brought that up because this is why I have conversations on this because the moment that you start tapping into the other part of your emotional state of being, of your energy, you start elevating and rising. Absolutely. You start to be different. Mm -hmm. You start to tap into powers because the feminine energy is the unknown. Mm -hmm. It's the unconscious. It's where a lot of 
your intelligence starts to manifest. A lot Absolutely. of your intention starts to manifest. I share. And it's not taking away from the masculine, and masculine part, but both these are a part of us and a lot of us as beings mm-hmm. in the physical stage yes. are not resonating in the higher frequency that we, I feel like I'm sitting up mm-hmm. Come on, just, it, preach. To me, <laughs> this is what tends to come out when I have these conversations because to me it's like, I've always been at this place where it's like, why is it one or the other? Mm, yes. Why is it one or the other? We are created physically yes, to function, on. but spiritually, we have always been who we are. And when we enter this physical form, for us to return to that spiritual state, mm-hmm. our, our, our job is to, or our purpose, purposefulness is to relearn who Absolutely. we were so Absolutely. that we can equally flow. And so... <laughs> I'm so glad that you're here and you shook that up for a moment. Yes. I love having these conversations. Absolutely. So to, this is not necessarily an interview, but I, I want to get into deep, you know, chill or whatever. And just yeah. kind of talk about some things in this. Um, of course, with Goddess Trends, I'm going to do Moon and stuff. But I kind of want to see, like, let the people kind of know what is a, a little bit about your spiritual practice. Um, if there's any specialties, and we can touch on that a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so for me, um, my spiritual practice started um, in Christianity. So, (coughs) I, um, well, let me start by saying this. My mother grew up Catholic, and I, um, I I always remember her telling me that one thing that she wasn't going to do was force any religion on me. She said, I want you to know God for yourself. And so, yeah, and so that's one thing I I always respected. Come on now. Um, However, um, my stepdad is a preacher's kid. So we were eventually very much in the church, very much, um, you know, in the Bible every night, praying every night. And, you know, the normal, typical, you know, Christian stuff. Um, And so it was kind of just routine for me. It was just like, you know, this is what it is. This is what I've known. So I just kind of followed that. And then I got into a relationship and he was very, um, well, fake Christian in my opinion, but he was very much um, into his religion. And so um, being the woman that I was at that point, I I conformed to everything that he wanted um, in a woman. And so that was a quote unquote God fearing woman. So then I, I, you know, I went head first into Christianity. I joined the church. I did all of this and all of that. Then when I left that relationship and that is when I began my, my spiritual journey of self. You're right. Um, yeah. So then I just kind of, I just kind of went with my intuition. You know what I'm saying? I trusted myself. I was seeking knowledge on so many levels. And so there was just so much that I, that I began to come across. And so, um, I have a sister and her and I were, um, beginning to do like guided meditations and energy work together. And so she introduced me to this, um, this, this school, the University of Metaphysics. And so um, unbeknownst to me, I had been studying metaphysics for some years now, but I wasn't, you know, oh, obviously. Wow. Yeah. Physics now. Yes, I love it. Yeah. So I wasn't really sure exactly, you know, what I was doing. I wasn't aware of what I was doing, per se. So um, I did. I ended up joining the school and I'm, I'm on that journey now. And so pretty much my, my I mean, the practice spiritually, as far as metaphysics goes, is mysticism. And, and so, that. yeah, so mysticism is pretty much 
um, you know, the primary objective is to make direct contact with, with the universal mind or God or, or, you know, whatever you want to call it. And so um, in doing that, a lot of my spiritual work is meditation and energy work and just coming, um, just that stillness and coming into one and, and making that connection with the divine so that I can flow in that energy always. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I love that. And this is why, I mean, as a manifester myself, um, and in my work in growing, why I always speak um, manifestation and speaking things. I'm on my journey as well, too. Of course, a lot of my stuff is so natural. Right. I appreciate that, uh, Queen and Sis, because for me, I am getting into the metaphysics. Not that I necessarily wasn't aware of it, mm-hmm. but to get more intentional knowledge to be intentional in practicing and intentional in guiding because it's something that has been pulling me. But that is a a profound statement because that is something, metaphysics and energy is something that flows in all things. Absolutely. We are all beings of energy. And so regardless of where you come from or what you practice, to me, it is important to understand that basis. And so I thank you. Of course, a lot of us, and this is, I want to say this for those that are listening, not to really, you know, come at anybody or whatever, you know, even though this is my segment and I get a little bit open, I am still, you know, considerate of people, you know, as a Capricorn, I really don't like chaos and drama. I ain't right. I'm just here to inform. But with, what's so interesting about the Christian aspect, for those that are listening, what I want people to understand is, it's so interesting how your intuition led you mm-hmm. to metaphysics into a deeper understanding. But what the spirit is speaking to me is that's what you worked. Christianity yes. took that away from you. Mm. Or the way that man, because you, I'm telling you, like these things come to me. It is not <coughs> the entire power that resonating. It is the lack of understanding or the lack of functioning Ashe. equally and energy-wise, when it comes to us as people, mm-hmm. that pushes us off the path. Yes. And so these, to me, I always say, return to who you are. Ooh, Ooh come on. Re- yes. We're returning to those that are opening our minds, our spirits, or our, our understanding the deepness of metaphysics. We're just returning to who we are. So a woman, let me tell y'all why y'all here right now. I don't, you know. Come on. Let speak, me get into Jamie. myself. Let <laughs> me tell y'all why I, for those that are listening, why I choose to be a goddess worshiper. Come on. Because the femme or the the aspect of the woman was the first knowledge giver. You better tell you can You can research that. You can fact check that. You can because fact check it. Because they're the life giver, so source comes from them. It's not taking anything away masculine energy. It's just saying that was the first aspect. Mm-hmm. There was a shift in unbalanced energy that changed things to patriarchy, but that wasn't the beginning of things. So in my mind, in understanding and growing evolving, I want to get connected to the higher being. So I need to go back to the original process of things so that I can get to the higher flowing energy. Yes, and sir. That's what it is. That's what it is. Me, and I had a conversation with an, a, a Muslim woman and she asked me that and I said, well, people are so, uh, are so dedicated to this patriarchal or this masculine energy, mm-hmm. and then in the same mouth say that things are without void or without form or resonate mm. the same energy, so why can't it be the other? Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm telling people, whatever way you need to get to, whatever way you need to get to, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But when you go back and understand the things, even when you start 
pricing of the cultural aspects, when you start getting into a reason, there was this conversation on this video that I need to go back and find, but it really, it touched on slavery, but it really talked about the battle between the conscious and the unconscious, mm. the masculine and the feminine, and it doesn't work for either of us. Yes, I love being a goddess woman, but in opening my mind to the divine feminine, it opened my mind to the divine masculine. Oh, speak on it. I resonate more on a flowing. It's all about balance. Mm-hmm. When you break down my natal chart, when you break down everything, all my stuff literally says balance. So I am becoming who I was and who I'm supposed to be, understanding that my purpose is to bring together, to balance, I say. to uphold, to honor all things. Yes. The beauty about that feminine energy is there's so much power in that that we have missed out on. Mm-hmm. That we have been suppressing. Yes, suppressing. Be, and this is just this is my mindset. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with sexuality, but a woman or a feminine energy is not supposed to be a servant. Come on. They're not supposed, you're limiting the power. Come and on. And that's how we even got to the feminine energy being in that role of, of servancy is to suppress that power. Thank you. And that's the whole point. When you start reading, I have been sitting over these years watching videos and hearing, you know, professors. And it's like, damn, I have been thinking like this for the longest. Mm-hmm. Now I have the information to connect the dots. Right. For me, it's like, we're never going to get to the point that we are supposed to as a great nation if we don't start realizing what was done. Out of whatever context it was, of course, <laughs> my spirit always leads me to to someone getting in their feelings or someone wanting more power yeah screwing it up for everybody else bottom line <laughs> bottom line that's all that it was mm-hmm. but for us to resonate back for us to have those power for us to have these things literally the more that i grow and evolve i can speak things into existence yes yes ashe but that's because i'm walking in all aspects i'm not limiting my mind mm-hmm. i'm not limiting and your power yes there is yes. something great about and I love being a man. Let's mm-hmm. make that very clear for anybody on here that knows me or anything. I love who I am. Yes. I love a beautiful woman and I love a beautiful man. I don't take anything from that and I don't try to force anything in there. Be who I say. you are. I say. Know thyself and to thy own self be true. And what mm-hmm. I take from to thine own self be true is not what the societal oppressiveness is. Right. Context, even for white people. Mm-hmm. Not well, that that's not the way the child's supposed to be acting and function. Come but on. But I choose to be in that way, and so you're going to get the life or the energy that's handed to you. Because mm-hmm. that's how it works. And so, for me, in this episode, as we are, which I'm, I mean, a surpri- a fun, funny wise, I'm sitting up here talking about my aspects and being <laughs> divine witch and stuff, but I feel like I'm preaching. But Listen, preaching you preaching. A word for all general context of providing profound knowledge and words Come on. speech. So Please, say that one more time, say that one more can time. Can I get a little bit of intellectual here? Preaching is a, a base term for all profound knowledge that's given in a higher emotional state, but that's the basis of it. You don't have to be Christian to preach. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be Muslim to preach. You're bringing a word to someone powerfully. Mm-hmm. So I love that like these concepts to me are moving away from our restrictive thing. That's right. why y'all, for those that are listening, tune into my conversation on sexuality because I'm getting ready to get into Ooh, that. Too. Come That's on. coming real soon. Because for me, it's 
I combine my mundane aspirations for knowledge in an academic and professional say, uh, mm-hmm. setting with my spiritual aspect because one goes with the other. They're Absolutely, all yes. And so understanding my divine feminine, it has led me more to this openness of I'm happy. I am mm. who I am. I love that. And, and, the, and why I've gotten to this point is because what energy attracts energy. Whatever mm-hmm. it comes to attracting. So over these years, I had to really understand that because I started getting a lot of men. Mm, okay. Really were were opening and freeing themselves. I said, oh, hold on, hold on. Mm, mm. God is God, whoever. I need to understand why these particular type of men were coming to me and my spirit hurt for them. Wow. This is a masculine energy, divine, I mean, feminine energy, a being mm. truly unconditionally loving. People tell me all the time, there's not a lot of people like you. Come on. Especially you're different. That's, that's very true. Why. It's very true. Because my purpose, my purposefulness is to resonate each day at the frequency that I originated in mm. creation. Mm. It's to be a person that provides complete balance, peace, and understanding. I should. And strive for greaterness. And you can't do one without the other. You can't. You can't have the lunar without the solar. And so... And it's so funny because I, in my mind, I hear everybody saying, when I got on Bego, when I got on there, because I'm a person of affirmations as well, too, mm-hmm. I speak and it comes true. Now, right. that's the masculine aspect. Mm. Uh, I can- yes, that's so the acting. Be. Yes, that is definitely a masculine Because the masculine trait. energy is about that, that type of action. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, when I started speaking those affirmations, it's so interesting because I always spoke what I wanted to be, what I am. Mm. I am light. I am mm. darkness. Ashe. I am moon. I am sun. I am all things. Ashe. And so now, when people see me, that's what they see because that is what I want. That is how I'm showing up. That is mm-hmm. what I am. Authentically, Speak what you what you want to be, and so, and that all comes from with seeking that knowledge. Going, I tell the people I work with all the time, the darkness is most of the feminine. Because mm. that's where life is gestating. That's where knowledge yes. is. That's where you talk about intuition. Men have intuition too. But mm-hmm. the reason why it, it's not utilized as much is because they're not tapping into that. Tapped into energy. that feminine energy. That Speak unknown. Mm-hmm. And women are because mm-hmm. of the things that have been put on them. Yes. When you're suppressing, oppressing, I'm not saying don't, not taking not taking anything away from the black man struggle or all that. I'm gonna get into all those topics in June. <laughs> I'm, I'm focusing the conversation on the masculine perspective for June. But in May, I just want people to understand that in this 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 series of witchcraft occult and all things spiritually. There are some divine goddess energy. I work with Hakate. I'm actually yes. ready to inspire by Sensei C and Trends from y'all. Wonderful conversation Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be tapping into Aphrodite. Yes. Strictly tapping into some feminine energy. <clears throat> and I'm so glad that you said that. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Um, but and I think that's important to remember, too, um, when we're speaking on the divine feminine, there are also two aspects of that. I mean, we have people... Um, like to negate the fact that there is like a Lilith energy. So there is a very much seductive uh, warrior. I want what I want. I can have what I have spirit um, when it comes to the divine feminine, just as much as there's a uh, cooler, more receptive, seductive um, energy. And I think that 
in our society now, not only um, is the divine feminine energy suppressed, but when it is um, being shown in ways that are, say, not uh, accepted by society, so to speak, then it's frowned upon. Well, and it's so funny that you said that because you literally just spoke to the app because people listening to this would be like, well, though there are women that are feminine. No, no one's saying that there aren't women that are feminine. Mm -hmm. What she just brought up was the what type of femininity was suppressed. Because right. goddess trans and I are gonna get into that, or I'm gonna talk about Lilith because mm -hmm. I do honor Lilith. I Same. do have conversations about when I found out when when I literally, for those that are listening, every time I heard the story when I because backstory for me I, I talk about this sometimes but I grew up uh, very involved in the church growing up I never accepted I was going to hell all of that mm -hmm. but it was prophesied when I was young that I was going to be a preacher lo and behold they <laughs> were they were seeing my future it just wasn't with Christianity it was with this Actually, I am supposed to be a high priest or sorcerer things like that but <laughs> the interesting thing about that story the first thing in my mind that my spirit spoke to me on the living situation was how the hell you gonna be upset with somebody for being equal with you mm. and you want to take so you would rather have somebody that's the 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 foolery of that perception in that 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 weakness of that masculine so when she talks about the two aspects what happened was that part of that Lilith energy was removed mm. so that feminine energy or the woman could only function in one manner mm. Because that masculine energy felt like that they weren't. This is the reason why I say for people with no disrespect to any men that are listening, men need to start being honest about the fact that they are a lot more emotional yes. and a lot more needy than they present. Because all you end up doing is hindering yourself mm -hmm. because you're out trying to fill a void. When you, if you need a woman to love on you, I have these conversations with Come on. my men all the time. There's nothing wrong with you wanting more affection. Mm -hmm. When you deny yourself, from that feminine aspect or that other part of you mm -hmm. being supported, encouraged, and developed. Come on. You are speak. killing yourself. Killing yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. So be in that. There are there's energy connects with energy. So don't mm. deny yourself of that. Be that. So when it comes to the Lilith energy, when I first read that story, I said, that is patriarchal oppression. Come on. I wouldn't want, if I'm going to be with somebody, man or woman, I don't want somebody that is dependent on me completely. Mm -hmm. I want somebody that chooses to be with me. Yes. We come together and build an empire. Absolutely. I love the aspect of Amazonian women, of strong women. That's actually as an androgynous bisexual man that I am. I'm attracted, mm -hmm. always been attracted to strong women. Yes, sir. Because to me, and I, I say this, I've said this on my live on Bigo. I love the women that are in my life because I know without a shadow of a doubt, I got some warrior women. Come on, me. you better I say never, it. I have a, a friend a, 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 from school. She calls me, asks me what's I need green tea. This is the reason why I say abundantly blessed. I don't have to worry about anything because for the most part, the women in my life, I have men as well too because, and I'm gonna, and I, I'm ranting, but the point that I'm saying is when she spoke it's true because my anybody that knows me I practice the art of seduction mm -hmm. because that part is about getting what you want yes making things happen and that's a yes. powerful energy that a lot of people don't know how to do but when mm -hmm. you get into businesses when you get into 
those well people don't realize about those high money entail mm-hmm. that's the energy that you're tapping into come on you better speak on it when you're in these um i can't even think of the word but these jobs or these careers that are all about sales mm-hmm. that's another aspect mm-hmm. in, these, in these lives where you are using that energy to get what you want that's mm-hmm. that energy and depending on the situation i mean some situations are you know more different than others more difficult but people need to understand what they're tapping into and i always warn people be careful what energy that you resonate with yes. you don't fully understand that mm-hmm. and that even goes it goes as simple as um like you can even talk about social media and and you know, the way that people utilize like Instagram and um, mm-hmm. even like OnlyFans and all of that, that is the same energy yeah. um, that you're utilizing. And a lot of people don't even realize like that's what you're just, it's literally the art of seduction. I love that. And I'm glad, it's so funny that you brought that up because I am the green witch. That's what, Ow. that is what I embody. So, <laughs> and I, I want to make a disclaimer. I'm a very sincere, loving, supportive person. I never, do anything that isn't invited. I just know how to tap into it. It's basically like if you've ever watched any of those movies or whatever when it comes to spiritual stuff where it's like, I didn't do anything but bring what was already there out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That, yeah, and that's what it is. But for me, there's power in that. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't somebody want to have the keys Come to on. their success? Come on. I, on I, all I, levels. I'm like, oh, I'm not doing this or I'm not doing that because that's too weak or whatever, whatever. No, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. In, my, in my previous um, segment, and I'm going to revisit that again, being submissive is where the power is actually. Mm. Because it takes a lot more power, focus, control. It to does. Play a role to know how to feed and give. Ooh. People, human beings have become so used to, you know, not listening, being mm. hard. Mm. So to train, to teach, or to move your energy in a way to follow someone else, that takes skill. Mm. That takes power, it takes focus. I never thought about it like that. And, I always kind of looked at, because, you know, submission like, is looked at as, as kind of a sign of weakness. And the reason why I tell you that, the whole thing, pussy power, mm. that's, I mean, it's not just that. Like, anybody that knows how to use everything to, and I don't, I don't my reasons when the car manipulation comes up. Manipulation isn't always a bad thing. Right. Sometimes manipulation is good because mm-hmm. you're manipulating things into your favor. Right. It's how you use that that becomes negative or positive intention. Right. But in all actuality, this conversation on divine feminine is about honoring respecting and understanding what divine feminine is. If you are whatever role that you're playing, if you're wanting to resonate in masculine energy, then you need a divine feminine because Mm. you're not resonating in who you are. So you need that balance. Yes. This is why spirit just spoke to me, why there is, and this has nothing to do with sexuality, but why there is a draw and pull between men and women in all aspects. Because when you think of Greek mythology and the story of when Zeus split humans, we're designed for each other. Mm. I believe that. Sexuality, even outside of procreation, Mm -hmm. we're designed for each other. So if you're a person, whether you're a man or a woman, gay, or whatever, that resonates in just masculine, you're going to always pull to someone Mm. that is, and and this is the thing about, well, I'm with somebody that, you know, even when it comes to LGBT, well, I want somebody that, you know, is straight, actual, whatever. The truth is that person is still resonating in an opposite 
energy of yours. Yes. You're matching and flowing to become one. So mm. your outer portrayal is one, but your energy is balancing off theirs. Mm. Now, when you're walking in both like me, I can fit all roles. Right. I have. Yes. And that's what I do. So it's like, I got a whole bunch of straight male friends. I have a whole bunch of female friends. Come I on. I have to girls and guys. And I always tell people, it's something more for me, but I'm just, I love the energy of people. Same. I feed off of that. I increase it. I'm a conduit of that. Mm-hmm. But my purpose and what I realize is when I draw to people, it's not necessarily about me. It's more about enlightening them to who they truly are. Yes. And I believe people deny that for how long they ever do. But the one Come thing on. about me that people have always said, it's something about you that is just different. And mm-hmm. you can say that, but it's something about my energy that's just so... It's rare. It's very rare. Mm-hmm. Around me. And so I love it. Yes. But that's because I strive to walk in both of those. Mm-hmm. Because you'll see me sometimes show up in my masculine energy when it's needed. Yes, oh, of course. You haven't seen it, but I have. <laughs> I've had to get online and, you know... Set some shit straight. All of that. But, right. <laughs> There is something about a nurturing man. Mm, it's something about it. Ooh. That is so beautiful for Speak me. Speak like, that. When my mentor, uh, and this is me being transparent because of my trauma, I was assaulted in 2018 on campus. Mm. And my mentor does, I, disclaimer everybody, I, I grew up fighting all of that. I, you know, <laughs> I, I came from that. And, and that's what we need to know, especially when it comes to melanated people, that we don't all come from the same background right my mentor didn't have to experience what i experienced and so when i was shell-shocked or you know my fight uh, fight or flight when i was in shock he stepped in mm. and to me this is where why i step in masculine why i, I strive why i challenge because i ain't scared of nobody one okay. but why i show up within men's conversations and say we need to start supporting each other like women do because this is why our group our demographic is weaker not because we're weak but because we don't know how to get over these these intentionally set situations um, mm. to understand that we are unified and stronger um, when we align and so for Ashe. me I tell people me telling a man that he's beautiful has nothing to do necessarily with attraction it's mm-hmm. because I'm speaking into your life I'm seeing the lack of something mm. and so I speak that that's mm. all that it is and so I strive I literally have spoken things lately even at my job where I'm like I have chosen to show up lately in more masculine settings Mm-hmm. Because when I grew up, I was always around ladies. Gotcha. That was where I wanted to be. I was fine. Even when I dated ladies, I literally said the other day, I'm perfectly fine with just being around women. But the spirit speaks to me and says, no, my child, my energy, <laughs> your purpose is to show up wherever you're needed. Mm. So for me, it's like men are hurting. Men need that. But I need to understand my, and I show up a little bit in my feminine energy as well, too, because men need to understand softness and mm-hmm. need to understand how to receive that yeah. without it being more or less. And right. that's just all that it is. And so without it being at, more or less, that, that's yeah. the key. Yeah. And to be I, able I, to I receive that. Because I think that's another thing too, mm-hmm. that um, you know, I think a lot more women would try to bring that that feminine aspect 
out of the masculine. However, I think in doing that, in that energy, it's very, uh, it can be very deceiving. Thank you. And I'm and, and, and the reason why I'm so glad you said that as a woman, when people, I think people sometimes makes, because you have these situations where men with men, you know, it's so beautiful. And when I say men with men, I mean these brotherhood situations. Mm-hmm. Or even bro bromances. The reason why I say that is because I realize even with myself, the need for male understanding. And mm-hmm. it was so profound. Because someone that I knew at my job said, you need to find an LGBT mentor. And of course me, I'm like, why I need to, I, I don't like being restricted from anything. That's just how I am. That's right. But when I sat down and thought about it, I said, I don't accept that. Mm. Because why is it that our female counterparts, or even let's go even deeper, to our white counterparts can walk in all aspects if they mm. want. But for us as black men, we have to be one or the other. I have Come had on. profound men in my life stand by me and, and love me. Mm-hmm. And this is how I want to show up. So it's like, when I say I love you, my brother, or when I speak kings, it has nothing to do with it. Of course, men are beautiful to me. I am. But it's like, I always tell people, whether you're a friend or a lover, if my intention is to support you, then I'm going to do that. I share. you who changes the dynamic yes. of our association. Absolutely. As long as you respect me and walk with me, mm-hmm. it's going to be good. Whether mm-hmm. I like what you do or not, that's not how my mind works. Right. My mind is all about solution and purpose. Mm-hmm. And and so for me and lately, I have, like, I have had my male friends when they're struggling in their relationships come and get comfort. Mm. Never done anything, bro, all of that. And right. that's what people need to understand where the the energy should be and where it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. How to align, how to set boundaries. And I had to work on that with myself, but this is that understanding. But it takes you to that feminine, that uh, the unknown. Mm, yeah. A lot of men just don't know. They, they don't, just don't know. They're to that, mm-hmm. but they don't understand that. Mm-hmm. So they don't know how to decipher it when it is brought to exactly. them. Right. And women have been allowed to resonate in both. all their emotions. Yeah. So it's a more natural opportunity to flow from one. Mm-hmm. It's a more easier understanding, but it's, it's hard because they're, that's the, it blew my mind to seeing I always, you know, have been me, but the moment that I had to check myself when somebody, it was the last time somebody said, well, why don't you become trans? And I love my trans community. I stand by everybody. Mm-hmm. But me, it's like the last time someone said that, I said, I have no desire ever to be a woman or anything. Now, right. I know my past life I was, mm-hmm. which brings me to the whole point of why this next cycle was me being a man. Mm. Because a woman in my past life, it was meant for me to understand the male perspective. Ashe. That's a whole other conversation. So that you can walk in the godliness that you do today. Ashe. Oh, that's right. So, we are getting deep. You know where you know part two of this? We are. This is so I love you, Queen. I love but you I too, too Jamie. For those that are listening, this conversation can go on. This is one of my favorite topics. 
is divine masculine and femininity. If you look at some of my yes. other podcasts, I talked a little bit about that. My first podcast ever was the evolution of masculinity, where I talked about the need for masculinity showing up mm-hmm. and the need for it evolving and how it is not weak. But we're going to transition from this segment. Do you have any last words on this segment that you want to talk about before we move on to the reading? No, I'm totally ready to move on to this reading. I appreciate this. I definitely think it's something that we can continue to touch on, just like you um, discussing the masculine and the feminine energies is something that I do quite often. Um, and so, yeah, I'd definitely love to come back and have this conversation with you some more. Thank you so much. You're and welcome. so for all those that are listening, I decided to start moving some of my, of course, I do my readings and stuff on here as well, too. Mm-hmm. But I saw, I wanted to bring some phenomenal guests on here. And I was a part of a healer's auction and the spirit spoke to me and I said, why don't I do the, why don't I get my readings on here? This is me being a little bit more transparent. Yes. Transparent. I don't be wanting everybody in my business. <laughs> but I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. So previously, I had an opportunity to get a wonderful mediumship reading from the wonderful Luna Love, where oh, I, I love Luna. talk to my mother, understand oh, how powerful I am, my ancestors know it. So now I am going to sit and be blessed by the wonderful Sensei Fee. So yes. whenever you're Yes, Ashe. Okay, so Jim, I'm going to pull three cards from you, and they're going to be from three different decks. The first deck is the Shaman's Dream Oracle deck. And then the second um, deck is going to be my Fairy Oracle deck. And I love that one, especially for you being an androgynous energy. Um, I love you, you know, Yes, like that, you know, I feel like you can connect with that fairy energy. And then the last deck is a deck of mindfulness cards that I have. Um, and so then I'm going to allow you to um, go from that deck as well. So what I'm going to do, so again, we're going to start with the Shaman's Dream. So I just want you to take some deep breaths. And I just want you to center your focus. And I want you to think on the first thought that comes to your mind. And I want you to hold that thought. And when you're ready, you can tell me to stop. All right. Ooh, we have the wailing tree. Okay. So this is the card dream of reconciliation. And so I just got chills pulling this for you. Um, Just because I know, you know, you and I just had a conversation about your father. And um, there was a lot of reconciliation and kind of grief going on in that um, situation. So I kind of feel like this might be pertaining to that. I'm not sure if it's direct reconciliation between the two of you or just in general with your guys' family dynamic. Um, But I definitely feel like that is, I don't know, it's kind of burning. So I'm not sure, let's see. It says, I'm gonna gonna actually read the, um, the extended version out of each of these decks also. It says, when you encounter the wailing tree on your path, it's an invitation to stay a while and regroup, a place for you to rest and allow yourself to say goodbye to no, to what no longer serves you. You may have been overdoing things, working too hard or putting too much effort into life with little reward. If you've been considering making a change, now is the time to do so. One important thing to consider before you make any changes is that you need to allow yourself to feel your disappointment. 
your loss and to mourn what was and what could not be. This is a way to honor your experience, to give yourself time to consider all the gifts in it and to put proper closure to it, to really know what you've learned as you walk away from it and into something new. Even in the perception of failure, things there is much good to be discovered. However, skipping the stages of loss doesn't get you to reconciliation any faster. In fact, you will discover that you will have you will have to come back at some point. So do it all now. Look at it all and and honestly and stay with your feelings. Life is not either or, it is both and this and that. All right, so basically what it's saying, yeah, Ashe, um so I know we you know you were just having some like kind of in a roadblock at a at a standstill as to what to do with your father you feel like you're always going back and forth with that situation and i don't know why you're i feel like your father is coming up um with this card but you know dream with our parents sometimes it's hard for us to want to stop giving them all of our energy and especially you who who dwells in that divine feminine let's talk about that that you know we as women, we want to nurture, nurture and do the most that we can until we really can't anymore. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that it might be that type of energy flowing around right now for you. Okay. So, um, yeah. So next we're going to move on to this fairy deck. I am shuffling and you can tell me when to stop. Ooh. Oh, the magical gateway. It says it takes courage and trust to venture into the unknown. Yet this is where the greatest rewards are. It's time to step boldly forward without looking back. Um, so, I mean, I, I guess that kind of goes off of the, the card that we just pulled with reconciliations. It's saying, you know, you have to deal with that situation. You have to mourn. You have to understand the loss and the lessons in that. But understand that when you when you do let go of that grief and you decide to move forward, that there is a magical gateway ahead of you, you know, step forward into that and don't look back when you when you make your decision. Um, it says the fairies are asking you to step through the fairy door into the world of magic and wonder. They're telling you that fairy tales are real and that you and that you're never too old to believe in fairies. Perhaps you've been thinking about embarking on the fairy path. It says, if you're using this deck, chances are you already have more than a passing interest in this way of the Fae. It says, it's important to know that once you step through the magical gateway, your life will be changed. You'll see and feel nature in a deeper way. You'll feel more connected to the plants, trees, and flowers, and develop your deeper compassion for all living things. You might even find yourself becoming vegan or vegetarian if you're not already. Your interest in conservation and the environment could also be heightened. These are all the traits of someone who has ventured through the fairy door. So consider this carefully. So, yeah, it's, it's just basically saying if you do decide, um, you know, to take that leap, to be bold and to not look back, um, you have the power to, and, and you already know yes. this dream, you yes. have the power <laughs> to, to make it magical. I'm yeah. already in that space. You're in that space. Um, you know, I, I already feel like you have the courage and the trust. It's just about opening, turning that knob, and, and just really walking in that path. Yes, Ashe. Ashe. Okay, so this last deck, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to pick a color between um, blue, red, yellow, or green. Green. 
Ooh, okay. So this, um, the green out of the mindful deck is all about kindness. Okay, so again, I'm gonna shuffle this deck and when you're ready, tell me to stop. It says, listen deeply to others, which this is something I feel like you do um, just naturally. Like you said, because you're someone that likes to find a solution. Like, okay, tell me what's going on. Tell me how you feel, but all right, now let me help you figure it out so we can move on from that. And this card says, the next time you're having a conversation with someone, just listen. Too often, a so-called conversation is actually two monologues with each person just waiting for the other to finish. There are few things as generous as listening deeply to a friend, listening with your whole mind and body, receiving their words and thoughts with your complete presence. So um, that's just something that, uh, that the card is just telling you to just keep that in mind um, as you move forward and navigate through your experiences to listen to others, um, which, I mean, you have a whole podcast. We're sitting here having dialogue <laughs> back and forth. So I'm, that's not something that you really struggle with. But I think that is just confirmation to keep doing what you're doing, Dream. Um, you, I know in the period that I've met you, you have made such an impact on me. Um, you have allowed me to see um, just people and energy through a different light, a different perspective. You give me faith and confirmation that we can mm -hmm. operate in both, you know? And, and even as women, um, you know, usually when we talk about androgynous, it's usually um, the masculine energy, but even as women, um, it's okay for us to operate in both. Yes. And, and like you said, there's, there's a balance, you know? Um, I know for me, like I said, coming up in my masculine energy, it was very much a defense mechanism. So it was very, um, it was very prominent. Um, and it probably took over more than my feminine energy. And so I, at one point I looked at that and I was like, ooh, okay, you, you being too mannish. You, you acting like a nigga, you need to calm down. You feel me? And mm -hmm. then, um, you know, and then I, I was able to experience the opposite and, and be very conformed and suppressed to an extent. And so it's just very beautiful to be able and be in alignment with people and energy that that walk in that same path. Like it's it's very respected. Well, I thank you so much. I do yes. want to close this out saying, your reading, because I'm a person who lives by example. So with this reading, what that spoke to me was not just my father, but all the, I am in a state where I'm needing to, I, because this is all about walking and what I teach. So mm -hmm. this is still something I do need to work on with dealing with the emotional state that people have put me in. Outside of my father, mm -hmm. there are other men that have done some things that I have I have I've worked on but I haven't proved. So I'm gonna accept that. Okay. The second one, because I am doing that and in that state being honest and open and resonating that it takes time, I'm getting prepared to walk through that door. I should the last one, um for me uh, I am like, I am listening, but I will be honest. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm the one to listen. <laughs> I feel so you. this is just reminding me, as difficult as it is, to continue to strive to do it. I tell people all the time. I'm not saying this stuff because I'm this 
complete master, Ashe. Um, which I am a strong power. I do these things and say these things to people because I've lived these things. So I don't mm-hmm. say things, I don't deal with myself. Ashe. I'm not the most patient person, but the freeness of allowing myself to walk in that mm-hmm. and, and, and listen and accept those things is what I, I, I tell people all the time. I could be the other aspect of a Capricorn. We're creation and destruction. Mm-hmm. But because I strive to be a more positive minded, this is why people are like, oh, you're different. Because mm. it's not that I don't feel or think those ways, it's that I don't allow myself to be stuck and stagnant. I say you have so, the control. Yeah, so I thank you so much, Sensei. Yes. We have a few moments left for this wonderful sensation. Uh, I mean, sensational segment <laughs> on divine femininity. Yes. I want to give honor to Hakate, to Ashe. my ancestors, to the women in my family that created this powerful being that I am, to you and your ancestors and all things thank that you. you created, the woman that you are. Do you have any last final words? Please let people know where they can find you if yes. they want to book you or, or anything in this last minute. Absolutely. I just want to say thank you again, Dream, for having me. It was such an honor, such a lovely conversation. I'm definitely, I'm going to be retreating after this, so it was a great way to end my evening. Um, but yes, again, I am Sensei C. You can find me on Facebook. Um, Facebook is C Doc. Um, Instagram and Bigo, you can find me on um, under Sensei C. And um, yeah, you can reach me reach me on any of those platforms. Um, you can book a session with me. We, I can do guided meditations, readings, um, and even just spiritual guidance and self-development guidance. And so I thank you all for those that listen. Once again, my name is Phoenix Rises, The Dream Witch, The Dream God, all the many names. King I, I Dreamy. Dreamy, dreamy. <laughs> One thing, King Dreamy, that you need to know that my purpose is to learn, to grow, to be the man that I was designed to be in this Ashe. physical place and time so that I can be loving and supportive. I am a warrior. Anybody that knows me that if I love you, I show up and I got your back. But it takes all of us and it, it is more powerful when all of us as spiritual people are aligned. And Ashe. so in listening to this segment and my third episode of this, I just want people to be more informed of what these things are, to not be afraid to venture into the unknown because, of course, your ancestors and your guys are there. And I just want you to be more connected, all of us as spiritual people. And so once again, you can find me on Instagram, CJ the Phoenix God, Facebook, The Phoenix Rises, Bigo, Dreamy Host. And even just if you want to email me on the Phoenix Rises at Yahoo.com. I accept donations as well, too. My cash app is Prince Phoenix, um, capital P, lowercase R-I-N-C-E, P-H-E-O-N-I-X. I'm working on my PayPal and all of that, remembering that. But your support is appreciated. And I'm going to end this as I always do with saying au revoir, ciao bella, adios. <laughs> And peace and abundant blessings to you all. Peace and blessings. Bye.